Hello, this is Young Carol E. This is my second episode of my process of mental and emotional and self-health mesh. I want to talk about the modules. I want to talk a little bit about why I started this process. Um, it was going on. I was kind of in the embryonic stage of it um, around the year 2001. Um, I was having a nervous breakdown. I didn't think someone who had a mental illness already could have a nervous breakdown, but you can believe me. I don't mean to discourage people out there with mental illnesses, but it is possible. And, um, I guess the reason I'm not, I didn't, uh, self-destruct or kill myself or get myself in a bad situation where I got destroyed was because I was already in treatment and treatment most of my life gave me a place to go and uh, gave me seemed to give me a, seemed to give me a reason to go on but um, there was I believed that there was one thing that was missing in mental health um, especially when you don't have any money when you don't have the kind of money you need to treat a certain kind of mental illness or a certain constitution or an issue that may be too complicated for a mental health system to treat. Or if you're just a human being who has individual needs and feelings and, and desires, and for some reason the systems, you know, whatever mental health system you're in, whatever country you're in, whatever city you're in, whatever state you're in, whatever, see, I'm in the United States, and I can testify that I'm dealing with a broken healthcare system, not to mention a broken mental health system. I have the government health insurance. I don't have private insurance and, um, I can get the, the basic mental health where, um, I believe that the government insurance in America, Medi-Cal, Medicaid, I live in California, so it's called Medi-Cal, Medicaid and Medicare. Um, they seem to have approved, um, CBT or cognitive behavioral therapy. And sometimes they will uh, let providers provide, um, they will cover um, dialectical behavioral therapy or DBT, which is, which is uh, usually for people with borderline personality disorder, which I will, which I will call personally borderline psychotic defense response. Cause I don't want to say that it's about a personality. I want to say that it's about a defense response, albeit a very destructive defense response, because uh, we can get emotional and manipulative and um, end up hurting a lot of people around us, not to mention hurting ourselves. Um, so um, I'm not going to go into my diagnosis right now or into the details of my mental health thing, my own mental health thing, except I was in treatment for it most of my adult life. Um, I had the breakdown around 2001 and got the diagnosis then. And <clears throat> uh, I was getting straight Medicaid until that point. Then I got Medicare because um, my aunt, who was taking care of me, um, discovered that I can get it. It's kind of complicated. I could get it with disability because uh, my father was collecting some benefits and um, 
He had also gone through a divorce with my mother and she had filed for divorce. And, um, my, my disability was in, was involved in that, uh, that fiasco, my uh, disability, my benefits anyway. So realizing that I was a disabled daughter survive with survivor eligible for survivor benefits, I got Medicare, but the treatment that I got for my mental health had not improved very much. I was able to have more options with hospital hospitals. I was able to have more options without patient and partial care, but I realized that much was missing. They seemed to be able to deal with the behavioral aspect of my mental process, mental illness, emotional process, emotional illness. They seem to uh, be getting better at dealing with the emotional regulation piece. You know, they were they were trying to uh, teach me ways to uh, deal with my emotional processes and my thoughts processes. They did not seem to be dealing very well with with uh, what I believed in, my life purpose. Um, they did not seem to be dealing very well with my life experiences because it seemed like, and and I'll mention all. All places where I went to for therapy, whether it was programs or whether it was individual therapists, I would usually get um, just behavioral approaches and um, CBT and DBT type approaches, you know, stuff that you might treat somebody with borderline personality disorder or um, somebody with a, a, a behavioral problem, you know, a problem behavior issue or really severe emotional issue that you've got to get under control, you know, or you're going to really mess up in society, really mess up in your life. And uh, on some level, those, those, uh, those aspects were appropriate of treatment were appropriate because I was dealing with some severe emotional stuff. I did not feel validated when I tried, when I attempted to share about my childhood I didn't seem to get validated for that very much in the mental health system and in therapy. I did not get validated for uh, life purpose when I when I wanted to talk about political and social issues. When I wanted to talk about uh, my beliefs, um, all I got was, "Well, well, that that's your your thing, and you need to go out. You need to go out into the community and uh, do that or whatever." It's like they didn't want to get involved. Maybe it was liability. Maybe it was the rules, you know, maybe it was, especially if it was a group, group therapy, it was like, it was like something in the vein of 501c3 or similar, you know, it was just, they didn't want to get involved in that part of my life. They just wanted to focus only on the behavior and only on the emotions. And so, um, I got quite frustrated with that and I ended up gradually forming my own process, mental, emotional, and self-health mesh. And, um, it contains four modules or five modules. Now I, I added another one last July because I was having health problems that were interfering with my, uh, process and interfering even with the way I was administering it. I was, when you're sick, it's a little hard to, to do vlogs and podcasts and recordings. When you're sick, it's difficult to do, um, uh, it's difficult to be mentally well. You know, you're just, you're not feeling good. You don't, and you don't feel like sharing anything. You just want to lie down and moan and groan. You really honestly do when you're physically ill. And it wasn't COVID, but I did have some issues. I had one, 
one ill episode back in July when I thought um, I was having a stroke. I'm up at that age. I'm 54. So I'm at that age where I can have heart issues and stroke issues, although that can happen to anybody. Although more often, you know, for a female older than uh, 40, maybe. Um, Then I had another thing involving my... uh, my GI, and um, that turned out to be okay. But um, a lot of issues, you know. I had health issues, so I added a health module. And the reason I did that was because we need to feel physically healthy to practice a good mental wellness process. And in that module, um, I share about my health. I share about what I'm trying to do to be healthier physically, to add to my mental mental wellness process. And then there's life purpose, which addresses the issues that I didn't feel got addressed in the self-help community or the um, mental health system. Um, I developed my own beliefs through that. I um, looked up many things online and read about them and watched them on YouTube and, and shared about them. Um, I have a behavioral module. I have a three-page analysis of behaviors that I'm working on. And my primary behavioral issue is a process addiction. Um, Most of my life, I have not, for as long as I can remember, I have not uh, felt like I could uh, be okay outside a relationship or romantic engagement. And I finally got into a good relationship. Five years ago, I finally got a girlfriend. I'm bi. And I decided to um, spend my life with a woman. And it it wasn't to make myself feel better. It was because I really wanted to be with her. The time was, if I'd met her maybe uh, a few decades ago, I would have wondered why I loved her. I might not have loved her. So I've I've been healing. But a three-page analysis and also other um, behavioral issues that I'm working on that are not even really related to that, like uh, food issues, um, issues where I need to get more exercise, more sleep, more rest, um, more... Uh, relaxation, and, you know, other behavioral issues. And I have a life experiences module where I can process my childhood issues and the issues that that trigger me or traumatize me, past, present, and future. And um, the life experiences module addresses issues that, um, that could cause or exacerbate an emotional or mental issue. The emotions and thoughts process module, lastly, but not least, you know, that's self-explanatory. I'm learning how to deal with my emotional processes and thoughts processes. Um, I do use some CBT. I use some DBT uh, more uh, more on a self-help level because I haven't been able to get it, even get that in therapy. Um, The system and the therapists involved have basically given up on me. I've been a difficult patient. I have a destructive, a destructive uh, mental process that tells me 
that I, uh, I shouldn't be here. And I'm fighting it with everything I've got. And I'm safe because I'm not acting on that. I'm moving towards processes now that are healthy and life-giving. And this podcast, the purpose of this podcast is to share this with you. All right. Thank you for having me.